original, independent, and local. You are now dialed into The Spy. Hello, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Localites OKC. I'm Anna Farhaw. And I'm Kayla Coffey. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. I survived it. I got a new extension ladder. Oh, and a new I know you trimmer. needed that. I did. Yeah, it's so cool. It's a multi-purpose, so it's like tiny and aluminum, and then it gets all t- up to 22 feet, so I'm going to be able to take down my own Christmas lights. Good. I'm what so was excited. the other thing you got? Um, A tree trimmer. Oh, nice. Well, Very practical gifts I for know. your home. I was going to say, hashtag homeowning life. Yeah. No, um, that's great. But it was, you it was awesome. went to Lawton. Yes, I went down to Lawton, got to see my family. That was great. Um... But before that, I actually, like, stayed here and celebrated on Saturday. Um, So my family, we did all of our stuff uh, closer to the holiday. And so I went out and volunteered with Elk Valley. Oh, Um, yeah. So I stopped into Elemental ahead of time to get a little fuel to to work my volunteer shift. And I helped work the door and ID. Was there a lot of people? There wasn't as many people as I was expecting, but there was probably more later on in the day. Yeah, it really it picked up. Um, But right at opening, it was like twelve, and they all came in. Yeah, Um, but just one of those things. But it was really good. It picked up during the day. I left at about five. Um, My friend Allison had come up to see me. She saw me checked in on Facebook and was like, "Ah, Kayla's in town. I want to come hang out." Um, So then we sat on the patio for a bit, and then we went over to Angry Scotsman. Okay, Um, and so we checked them out, had a beer. And then we ended up at Anthem's Festivus celebration that <laughs> night. We did the feats of strength. I tried to hold a keg up. Um, yeah. We, she threw the bag of grain. She did really good. I was like, I'm going to die if I tried to do that. I'm going to dislocate my shoulder or something. Um, but it ended up being a lot of fun, and it just, like, turned into a night of a little brewery crawl, so... Well, and on Thursday, I did go out to Stone Cloud's Seven Days of Stouts. Good. So I got to have a few of them. Um, There was, I think, two that they didn't have any left for that week. Oh, wow. But um, I think I got to try, I don't remember which days it Mm -hmm. was, but I got to try three different ones. Yum. And, like, one of them um, was my favorite, and it was... It, I think it had um, cinnamon in it and, like... So I would hate it. Yeah, it was... (laughs) Well, a couple of them, they both were like Maker's Mark barrels and oh. just like very slight differences. Yeah. Um, and then I forget what the other barrel was, but I was glad I got to try some. And then I found out they were going to re-release everything on Saturday oh, if you had missed. That's so nice. that, yeah, because I didn't know that going in. So that was good. But then after that, we went over to the Okinawa, um dirty glass thing. Yeah. And so we got to um, get some glassware. And it was funny because there was probably 25, maybe 20, 25 people participating and like nobody really stole anything. Ah. Like we all just opened stuff. And we're like, we're happy. Yeah. So we, um, we had like, there was way more glassware than people who were there. So I think everyone was just so curious what was wrapped up that nobody really cared to steal stuff. So um, he, P- Patrick got like a founder's, um, some kind of founder's pint and mine was like a wine glass that didn't have any branding on it, but it was a really cool wine glass. Ooh. And so that, I mean, I guess it's not actually for wine. Like it was probably for some kind of, special you know, beer. special yeah. beer, but, but without having any like branding on it, I had no idea who it actually came from, but yeah, it was so cool to like, to be able to get something free and just. 
get to try some other stuff that they had on tap there because they always have such unique beers on tap oh, anyway. So Governor's the best. I love that. Man, but that's so that's all I did. I did it all in one day. Yeah. Um then I spent the rest of the time with family or, you know, cleaning my house or my dog. It was my dog's birthday yesterday. And so he got a tie that we gotta dig oh, it. Yeah. He loves it. He's wearing <laughs> it. It's perfect. Um <laughs> So, you know, a little shout out to Dig It there. They're the best. Well, they the, have awesome dog ties. They do. Well, and the last thing that yeah. I tried to do, do. Yes. So we wanted to go see The Mule, which is that Clint Eastwood movie that just recently came out. Okay. And so I was like, well, let's go try to go to Showbiz Cinema in Edmond because it's new and, you know, right. that's what you do. Yeah. That's and so what you do. Yeah. It was like on Sunday and so Patrick tried to buy the tickets online and it didn't work. Oh, like he got through the process and then there was like an error and something was wrong. He tried to call the phone number that was listed on their website. Mm-hmm. It went to like an extension voicemail. So it didn't even go to like a main phone number, number? for a business. It was really weird. It was like you were trying to call a specific person. And so I was like, well, this really isn't a good sign, but you know, we didn't have anything to do. So, so, so we were like, screw it. We're going to drive up there oh, and no. see what's going on. The parking lot was packed. Okay. But I just kept seeing a bunch of people leaving. And you're like, that's weird. And I'm like, and it was like kind of intermittent. Like it wasn't just like, a oh, a movie out. just got yeah. out. Like it was like, oh, all these people are leaving. And I don't know if it's because they had the same experience as us because we got to the theater two hours before the showtime. Because we also were going to do like the bowling or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there was only like single seats left in the theater. And so there wasn't even going to be any place we could sit together. Okay. And so we ended up just not buying the tickets. And we kind of told them like, you know, your shit messed up. Like, shouldn't like, they're like blaming it on technical stuff and being new and i'm like but you're a movie theater like how hard and is you're that also a chain yeah like, like how hard is that business. to get that right yeah. so we attempted to go there didn't work out who knows when i'll try again if ever right because that just kind of and i'm like that's so far away for me anyway to drive all that way that yeah. it was just like such a waste but i had to kind of find out for myself so if anyone has gone and has had a good experience, I'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. But um, did felt, it look like Chuck E. Cheese? I didn't even go inside. Oh, you didn't even get inside. Yeah, because okay. the ticket window's outside. Oh, and just like a kind of like normal movie theaters, I guess. I don't know. I and um, always go to the mall. So, so I didn't go inside at all. <laughs> and so then gotcha. we ended up going to Quail. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. That's where I see all my movies. Yeah, and I found out Quail actually is doing reserved seating now for the movies. Yep. I didn't know they had changed over to that, oh, so yeah. that was nice. They did. It's Haven't lovely. been to a movie there in a long time. It's just not as good of seating right. as, like, Pin. Right. But you still have the They still need to upgrade that. the seats themselves. Agreed. But, yeah. They have, like, one or two that they've upgraded, but they need to do them all. Man. Anyway, so we've got things going on tonight. It is the soft opening at Western Nights. From 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., this is located at 1164 North MacArthur, and this is a new Western dance hall, so you know I gotta go check this out. Um, It will be open on Thursdays and Saturdays. Fridays are for private events, Um, and we're gonna link to more info on this, but keep an eye out for that. Well, and basically what I've discovered for this week Mm -hmm. is that 
the week between Christmas and New Year is kind of a dead week yeah. in general until it gets to New Year's Eve. So in between that, we only have one event to talk about, Yes, which will be discussing more in depth um, with our interview today. Right. But <laughs> we planned that real well. <laughs> <laughs> but Skydance Brewing is having their grand opening at Brewers Union this Saturday Yay. from uh, noon to midnight. And so you'll hear much more about Skydance um, from the guys themselves here shortly. But we'll be out there for that for sure. And we'd love to see People come out and support this new brewery as part of Brewers Union. Definitely. And so that brings us into New Year's Eve. On Monday, we've got um, dinner at Eatery and Cocktail Union, a cocktail office at the Union. Their name is so confusing and hard to say. So this dinner is going to be from 5 to 11 p.m. It includes two ribeyes, chicken or pork, plus sides, a bottle of champagne or Merlot, and dessert. And so that's a steal for just $55 in advance or 50, 65 day of. So 55 in advance, 65 day of. Call 405-601-2857 for your reservations. And also, well, the rest of these are basically all New Year's right? themed events. So <laughs> if you want to volunteer for opening night, we still need volunteers. Okay, so great. send yeah, us an email. Let us know. Opening night in downtown OKC. So much fun. That's where we will be. And that'll be from 7 p.m. to midnight. Mm -hmm. So we had them as a guest last year. It's all those different buildings downtown. Yep. We'll be at the art museum for the most part. People will be at the library, the Civic Center. I think City Hall. City Hall. That's yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah. And then in Bicentennial Park as a whole. We're also doing a giveaway currently for all access wristbands to correct. go to this, which are $8 in advance or $10 day of. And that giveaway is going on on our Twitter account. So retweet us for a chance to win. And it's also Party Like It's 1999 at Flashback Retro Pub. Ooh. Y2K, <laughs> I was playing with Barbies, I remember it like it was yesterday, and I also put up a bunch of those sticky stars on the ceiling. Oh, and, I used to love those. Yeah, and yeah. I, so I like redid them all the night of Y2K, and so it's a very <laughs> distinctive memory. But if you want to make a new Y2K memory, come out to Flashback Retro Pub from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's $15 for this event. They're also having a celebration at Stag Lounge from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., and it's the monthly 90s, 2000s dance party at Speakeasy mm -hmm. from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. And that has a $5 cover if you get there after 8 p.m. But then if it's after 10 p.m., it goes up to $10. Very cool. Um, all right. As always, there is the 90s, 2000s dance party at Speakeasy. But this one is themed for the new year. Hopefully, there'll be a millennium joke in there as well. I'm sure there will. That is our friend Ryan Drake, 8 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., $5 after 8 p.m., $10 after 10 p.m., and then everyone's celebrating across town. And say, was there anything else you wanted to make sure we got in before we just name off? Uptown Get Down's happening at the Tower Theater. We had them as a guest last year. Yeah. Great, great time having JB on. Um, oh, they're celebrating at Obar in Midtown. They're doing New Year's Eve at the Pump on 23rd Street. They're doing New Year's Eve at the Boom in the 39th Street District. They're doing a Casino Royale theme at La Brasa from 9 to 2 a.m. this night. Uh, $20 for general admission, $50 for VIP. Um, the Rooftop Terrace is doing a New Year's Eve toast at the Oklahoma City Museum of Art. So if you're down there for opening night and you want to see the ball raising and the fireworks from the rooftop of the Oklahoma City Museum of Art, 
You can do that for only $10. That That's probably the best place to watch. From. Right? It's a legit view. So that's going to be from 11.30 p.m. to 12.15 a.m. So just be sure you're up there at 11.30. So whatever you end up doing on New Year's Eve, I hope you all have a great time. Right? I mean, this is just a small fraction of what's going on in the city. I was going to say, I'm sure there's more. Like probably Every restaurant is having something going on. Yep. But I know Vanessa House just announced they're staying open late. You can go do it at that brewery. I don't know if any other breweries or places are opening. I'm but sure they mostly all will. Yeah. There's there's no reason not to. <laughs> but <laughs> so then true. once you get into New Year's Day. Happy New Year. And there is a New Year's Day brunch happening at JRB Art at the Elms, which we talked about last year and I yes. went to. And it was really good. It's a free brunch. Plus, you get to see the new exhibit going on there, which is in the Paseo. This will be from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. And their new exhibit's called Contemporary Impulses. Nice. So you get to enjoy some food and see the exhibit and start out your new year in a nice cultural fashion. All right. And you all know we love craft beer, especially local craft beer here. Um, on local lights that, that, that fits. There we go. Um, so we are so excited to have two gentlemen in the studio with us today to continue that theme. We're glad we got to take a little bit of a break after October, but we're back and we're ready to, to drink some more beer. So would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Yeah. My name is Jake Keys, Skydance Brewing. Nicholas Hodge, Skydance Brewing. So tell us about your background and how Skydance Brewing came to be. Let me start. Yeah, I'll let you start. Okay. Um, so my background is, um, so I've spent the past decade working in tribal gaming. Um, so I'm half Native American. I've been working for my tribe in Perkins, Oklahoma, the Iowa tribe of Oklahoma. Um, opening casinos, managing casinos, and then later on some non-gaming businesses. Um, and then before that, really what, well, my first career was actually radio. So I spent some time in these studios like this. He knows Fun. how to use a mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, brewing-wise, I mean, I started brewing beer with my dad when I was like 12 years old or so, just kind of helping out. Um, and in my, in my 20s, it really kind of became more uh, something I did on a regular basis, you know, every once a month or whatever. So, I mean, I've been home brewing so, you know, most of my life. So, um, and then... Uh, once we, I kind of started this idea of the, the brewery, I came across Nick, and I'll let Nick kind of tell you how we kind of met up, and we're not real sure when exactly we actually first met, but... <laughs> yeah, the, the finality of that story is we don't know where we met, but I'll tell you that in a minute. But yeah, so uh, somewhere around 2011, I had a friend of mine said, I made some beer. And I was like, hey, that's really, hey, that's really cool. Um uh, and I thought about it for a little bit, but one evening we went to, my wife and I went to Bass Pro, and I was looking for a fishing pole, and my wife grabs one of those off-the-shelf beer kits and runs over to me and says, I know what we're doing tonight. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty <laughs> cool, so let's see how this goes. So we went home and brewed up some batch of this beer and put pictures on Facebook and everything. And a friend of mine called me up, or called my wife, and said, I uh, saw you guys were brewing. Uh, you want to go out to dinner and let's talk about it. And so, okay, cool. So we went out to dinner and uh, enjoyed dinner with him. And he said, yeah, I don't really want you guys to do that ever again. I'm going to bring my brewing equipment over. <laughs> don't ever do that again. Right. And, and show you how it's done. So basically he shows up with his trailer full of this cut up bread rack and these kegs and all this equipment. And he, we load it into my backyard and he proceeds to teach me how to all grain brew. Uh, 
and he works in the oil field. So we brew once, and he tells me, you think you could run the system while I'm off in the oil field, and I'll come back, and, <laughs> you know, I'll try it two weeks later, and I'm like, sweet, yes. yes. So What, what um, a trusting man. Oh, he was, actually, it was really cool, because I would text him, like, what do I do? How do I do this? How do I do that? And so he kind of taught me a little bit about how to do it uh, over the course of a couple of months. Uh, so That's so much fun. Yeah. Then so I started going down the science rabbit hole and then I got into the homebrew club and it's about five or six years in now. And I find, uh, you know, <clears throat> a, a very creative outlet for all of this. But in the midst of that, I went to a class uh, at the brew shop for all grain brewing. And we love the brew shop. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a fantastic place. But so I'm sitting in there with my wife. We're watching this class um and at the end of it this tall guy walks in and he's got this OU gear he's decked out it must be game day I think it was in October sometime and he starts talking to the guy that's teaching the class and my wife and I look at each other immediately and we're like we know that voice we know that we know I know this guy I've seen this guy somewhere we didn't speak to him that day left uh and I got on social media and I started hunting around for him and I found (laughs) <laughs> this guy online, I finally found him. His name was Jacob Keys, and I was like, "Cool!" So I made friends with him on Facebook, and as you do, yeah, <laughs> talked to him back and forth over you know the course of about a year, and then we came together at this event called Mashed In, which they have here every year. And that's uh, the one at Tapworks. That's the one at Tapworks. Yeah, and that's kind of what really sparked this whole idea of he saw my beer lineup, I saw his beer lineup. And we thought maybe this would be a good partnership. And that's what really kind of sparked that off. And then we yeah. just took off from there. And what year was that? Oh, what had that been like? 23, three or four years ago? It's 2016. So two, was it only two years ago? 20, okay. 2016. So, I mean, this is the, the, for me, the idea of opening the yeah. brewery has been like a six or seven year deal. So basically kind of the backstory on that was really like my dad and I always talked about we we're going to open a brewery. And, um, so he was in his fifties. We thought, you know, oh, he'll live for, he'll live to be 80. We got forever. Right. And so, uh, at the age of 56, he's, uh, they find out he's got MS and he's in a, in a nursing home, like in, within a few months. And so, uh, cleaning out his house and stuff, I found an old brewing book and I had a recipe or really it was like a shopping list. He used to, used to hand me a list, go get this stuff at the brew shop. And so, uh, I looked at, it, I was like, oh, I remember that beer it was an oatmeal stout, you know? So I was like, I'm going to brew this beer for him and take it into the nursing home, let him try it. And so I did, got kicked out of the nursing home <laughs> and uh, went to the went to the, one of the club meetings. And uh, Gail from the brew shop, she's like, that's she loves stouts, you know. She's, yeah. like, she's like, that's such a good beer. She goes, there's this thing called uh, Blue Bonnet in Dallas. You've got to put your beer in that. So I, I send it off to Dallas and a buddy of mine, Zach, we drive down there and we head to the all the stuff the day before the announcements of the who won you know the winning so uh i had to leave the next morning i didn't get to stay for the awards i had to go to phoenix for a gaming conference and so i land in at the airport in phoenix and gail's on the phone and all these people in the background screaming you won you won so i won (laughs) my my dad's beer won a medal that's awesome and uh so i get a cab head to the hotel and my brother calls and says hey dad just passed away and so I sat there in this bar in Phoenix with some in my boss and our tribal chairman. And I just, I told myself, I'm going to open a brewery. You know, I'm going to do it. You think you've got forever to live out your dreams. And there's 
one one of these days we're gonna do it and we never did and next thing you know it was too late for him to do it so i i told him we're gonna do I'm, i told my buddy i said we're, i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna put a time limit you know i said by the time i'm 40 years old and i was 35 34 years old you know so by the time I'm 40, I'm going to have a brewery. And this past October, I turned 40. <laughs> so here we are. And the last week of the month of the year, we'll, we'll be opening up. Oh, well, and what this a is... roller coaster. I'm sorry. I've not recovered <laughs> from that story yet. Whew. Okay, that's, one of, that's one of the more deep stories we've heard as far yeah. as fo- founding. That's good. That's a good one. Um, but this is particular special to us because they're going to go into the brewers union so up until now have you all just been home brewing then yep yes we've seen you at events haven't we oh yeah we've been tastings yard party what's that party were you at the yard party no no not a yard party what 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 have you been at lately also zoo brew we've done zoo brew Brew a couple times okay yeah okay bio Bio. Mm. oklahoma craft beer festival there we go we're at that one and how did you all come up with your name yeah so so i always had this uh i forever and ever i was gonna have a brewery called gray snow brewing gray snow is like a name of our tribal people that call them the gray snow people but once uh i decided i needed a partner with this deal and he's not a tribal member i was like man we need to come up with something (laughs) that we both can buy into and that and that represents also not just native americans but also the state of oklahoma right so um i think nick kind of has a story about how the so we, we sat around for weeks yeah with the wives and us trying to talk about like Throwing names out, some of the corniest names. <laughs> Checking to see if they've been taken. Yeah, We've also yeah, heard that that's yeah. a huge... We, we, we opened up the, the Gary England uh, encyclopedia yeah, of we weather did. words, <laughs> coming up with names, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And so Nick kind of came up with Skydance, so I'll let him tell you. Yeah, so I every day I was traveling to work down I-40 and just trying to think of brewery names. And... Uh, I came up with a couple. I I passed a a van, and it had a bison's head on the side of it, and I thought, bison head. Well, we kicked that around a little bit. And I kicked around, uh, I think we kicked around Native Roots once or twice. I definitely thought you were going to go with bison van. I know. Yeah, no. That's unique. (laughs) But we really wanted to do something that would spark Oklahoma in Mm -hmm. people's brains, and nothing really does that more than the image on the license plate in front of every car I'm traveling behind going to work. Mm -hmm. And I happened to go underneath that bridge downtown, and I was like, "Scissor tail flycatcher." Scissor tail flycatcher. Well, I didn't want to. We can't call it scissor tail, right? Well, that's when I was like, "Oh, what about the sky dance?" And I also (laughs) remembered this really pretty image of this bird that was being displayed at a uh, Fleetwood Mac concert when Christine McVie was uh, singing Songbird and they did this laser show of this bird opening its wings and like I would just it all of this hit me at once chills went down the back of my spine and I called did Jake and I said did you safely get to work I did <laughs> I oh. did and I called Jake and I said what do you think about Skydance he's like I like it so we kicked it around we tried it on for a little bit you know and uh then we decided to try and brand it. And so here we are. Here we are. And I saw that you guys just released a new or updated logo yeah. with the announcement. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, our first logo, we worked with a real good friend of ours, John Knight from Mint Apparel. Mm-hmm. Who, Fantastic guy. Who's just... We're big fans. Yeah, we've worked with him on... He's helped us with a few <laughs> other things as well. But, and you know, he's big in the scene, the craft beer scene and all that stuff. So we wanted to use use him if we could. And the logo was great. We love the old logo. But our thing was, as we started uh, trying it on to packaging yeah. and different things, and then we also just kind of wanted to have something that was like um, uh, an icon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we always think back to like Nike and Apple, and you see an image real quick, and you know exactly who that is, mm-hmm. you know. And so our old logo was somewhat similar to a certain distillery in the area, and then also... Um, our big thing is being a native-owned company. We're, we, you know, we're the first native-owned brewery in Oklahoma City. Um, you know, we, we plan on really being able to take advantage of that as far as getting our beer into uh, casinos all around the state. And so we wanted something that when you look at it, you see Native America. Mm-hmm. And the old logo definitely said Oklahoma, and it said you know it had the scissor tail, but there was really not a lot to it that gave us that Native American branding. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, ended up working with another firm out of Chicago. Uh, it took us a couple months, and we kind of came up with something that we think it's hard for people that have known us for a while. It's been hard for them to get used to a new logo. <laughs> I like it. A lot better, of mixed... better do it now than later. Yeah, exactly, though. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, we like it. We think it says Native American, and it also has the Oklahoma colors, and and uh, it'll be memorable down the road. So oh, we yeah. like it. And as as we've been uh, applying it to packaging and to branding across all lines, T-shirts, mm-hmm. cans, you know these things it seems to have fit the bill of what we wanted it to do, which is pop, stand out. Uh, we can apply whatever color scheme we want to it, and it's still recognizable. So so a term you mentioned earlier, all-grain brewing. I don't think I've heard that before. What does that mean? Right. So typically when you get into home brewing, there's uh, pretty much two types of brewing. You can go buy extract kits, which have all of the uh, sugary uh, wort, which... You can put in a pot, heat it up, uh, add water to it, um, and then you know cool it down and pitch your yeast and do your hops and all that. But all grain, what you do is you use grain to make that sugary sweet wort. Um, mill the grain and then you uh, heat it with water to about 152 degrees on some beers and then extract the sugars out of the grain that way. So Okay, so it's it, a little more... You have a little more control over okay. getting the sugar out of the grain. Gotcha. So what are some of y'all's signature beers? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So um, we'll, over the next few months, we'll, we will have what we're calling our four core beers that will hit distribution first. Um, we'll have Skydance IPA, uh, which is, to us, it's it's uh, everybody likes the New England hazy IPAs, and so do we. But sometimes they can be a little too like, kind of acidic. And for guys like us who still remember the old West Coast IPAs that are more bitter, we still we like those. So we wanted to marry the two. And um, so we'll, our first IPA is actually, we're calling it a Midwest IPA. And so it's a marriage of the two. Um, so it'll be kind of hazy. Definitely the fruitiness and the citrus that you get from the New England IPAs, but just a tad bit more bitterness than you get from New England IPAs. Enough about IPAs. Yeah. What else are you? Yeah, I heard, I heard you're not. <laughs> I heard you're not a big fan of IPAs. <laughs> I want to look for 
similar to something. Her, her reputation the, precedes her. So the sec, the other beer that the next it's one will have. It's like I talk about it too much. It's fine. The second beer will have the golden ale. This okay, may be I can right, get on yeah. with this. Yeah. Okay. This one may be right up your alley. It's uh, It does have a touch of hop character, but it's more of a kind of a golden ale. Um, have a little bit of an English flair to it. And tell them about we're using grain from Enterprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're using grain from Enterprise, so it's got Oklahoma ingredients in it. Oh, okay. I was like, what does Enterprise mean other than yeah. they'll pick you up? Yeah, right. so that's a local grain. That's a local company there here. They're associated with the, the was it Enid Brewing Enid, Company, yeah. same people. So um, we'll, the, we'll be using their grain for that beer. Right. Awesome. And then uh, we'll be coming out with my dad's recipe, the oatmeal oh, stout. Okay, yeah. The second you yeah. started talking about that, I was like, yes, so, I need that in my life. So that's probably our third beer. You'll, you, you'll probably see that towards the end of January, somewhere in that time. And then we'll have an amber ale, which we call Mosquito Hawk Amber Ale. That's which kind of has an interesting story. So the first time I ever brewed that, as we were taking it out of the fermenter into the keg... There was this bug in there that had somehow gotten in there during fermentation. I didn't know about it. <laughs> and so they call them mosquito hawks, but they're crane flies. Oh, yes. Okay. And, so I was, and the beer turned out good. So we said, let's call it mosquito hawk. That's So fun. that'll be our core lineup. And then, of course, you know, as all everybody uh, everybody does, you know, we have all kinds of seasonals and uh, special releases. The Just even at the launch party, we'll have uh, four special, you know, special beers, the kind of one-off beers. So. Do you know what they'll be at the launch party? Yeah, we do, but I don't think you will until we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the launch party is Saturday, so December 29th. Yep. And it'll be um, all day. So the tap room opens at 12, and then until it closes about midnight that yep. night at Brewers Union. And it's game day. We understand yes. that. Will yeah. the game be on? Yeah, the game will be on. So it's the place to come watch the game. Um, you've never watched a game with a bigger OU fan, I can guarantee you. So we'll make it fun for everybody. So yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. All right. So are we planning to have anything else special out there? Food, music. Yep, we'll have music uh, from noon until three. Three o'clock is when the other game comes on. The Clemson. Go Pokes. Uh, is it that one? No, no, <laughs> no, the other no game? I, don't, I didn't Same know. That, I didn't know they still played football. No. Uh, <laughs> That's so, just rude. No, uh, the but Cle- I don't know when they play. Clemson I don't know and Notre Dame play that early that the afternoon. The championship. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the playoff. The, the big one. Big, the big boys football. <laughs> so, <laughs> time for any of that crap. So we'll have music until that game starts off, and we'll have food all day and into the evening. So Great. Well, we're so happy to welcome a new brewery into Brewers Union. Mm-hmm. It's it's a place that we hold special in our hearts Definitely. and happy oh, yeah. to be able to include you guys. So anything else you wanted to add? No, I mean, we just really want everybody to come out. I don't know when this is actually going to air, but, uh, <laughs> we It'll hope- be before your okay. party. We'd, love-, before yeah. your We'd party. love to have a, a big crowd. And like I said, we'll make sure that the game is a, a focus as well, but, uh, we're just, we're just excited. We, we love being a part of the Brewers union. Um, I think we got a good core group of breweries coming in mm-hmm. that are going to kind of pick it back up and get it going again. Well, we've heard. So where can people follow you on social media? Yeah, just um, at Skydance Brewing on Facebook and Instagram is where we're most active. Um, before too long, we'll get the website up and going and right. that kind of stuff. But we're pretty, yeah, pretty active on social media. Well, once we get done 
through all this planning stage, we'll right. be more active. But it's been pretty crazy the past few weeks. Yeah, a lot of things happened in succession very quickly, and we're, <laughs> we're not out of the woods just yet. <laughs> well, and I know this is probably way down the road, but eventually you'll have your own tap room, I'm assuming? That is correct, yes. Yeah. So we, we partnered with some people that we we chose because they have some background in, in food um, uh, and also construction and stuff like that. So that was our goal. We we near, almost kind of opened a place up first and never went to the Brewers Union. Um, that seems to be their theme. Yeah, yeah. But obviously what part of the theme is apparently things... If that doesn't work out. Yeah, things don't work out. So uh, Brad had been talking to us for... A, a few a couple of years you know at festivals and stuff and said he had this idea that he was going to open this place and so we said man maybe we ought to give him a call and see what it's all about so we did and uh here we are i mean we literally talked to him about this i don't know july yeah august Some, actually july or august and then now here we are so it's kind of quick right. but it's 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 a way to get us going and i think it's a wonderful idea the whole business model around the brewers union Great. Yeah, it's really great. Everybody that comes in there is really happy that there are multiple breweries on tap and they can try different things. And I think the the brewers that are going to come in there with us are going to provide a wide range of uh, different craft beers to try. So it's it'll be a good experience for everybody. Good. Well, we're going to be out there that day too. Yes, so awesome. We'll we'll be able to come say hi and try some of the stuff. I'll bring you some IPA. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You're so thoughtful. Oh. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. So with our happenings update for the week, we found out a couple places opened and a place that closed. Yes. So I'm not sure. We've been watching this one for a little while. Panhandle Pizza opened by um, the people who do the local with a K in Yukon. Yeah. And Panhandle Pizza was also located in Yukon. I can't remember if we talked about them whenever they first opened, but it was just like a month or two back or yeah, it was, I guess, it was what, maybe what it? three, months three months ago, ago, according to the first Yelp review was back in September. And my memory, it was very recent. And wherever they were at, their building they were leasing from apparently decided not to renew their lease, which you'd think they would have known that before opening this close to the end of the year. Right? But I guess something happened where they basically got kicked out of their space Ugh. and indefinitely are closed maybe they'll reiterate somewhere else um right? but that's so. really sad for them it is because we were so excited for that concept and we love new and local things like this going into yukon when i think about yukon and mustang i just think about like chilies <laughs> and nothing yeah. wrong with chilies but you think of that chain and so i love right. that people are trying to do that in yeah. the suburbs yeah um so a restaurant that opened and i think we've mentioned this or something when Che closed, yes. what's going into there is Social Deck and Dining. And so Social has officially opened. They opened on Friday. Um, they've got a really cool menu. It's bit, very somewhat basic. I don't know. I was in love with the brunch it's, so far. Um, it's American. like, you know, American, new, American new American dishes. Yeah. And something special about them, though, is that they're going to be offering their brunch every single day. Oh, obsessed. And I wanted like five things on the brunch menu so I could go five days in a row. Yeah, and so they, they're going to open at 10 every day where you can order brunch, which is really unique here in mm-hmm. the city. I mean, some places that do brunch only do it on Sundays. Some do it both Saturday and Sunday. But there's nowhere it's legit doing brunch every day except it's like not Hatch. a brunch restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So this place will have brunch and dinner, and then it's in the old building of Che on 23rd and Penn. So that address is 1933 Northwest 23rd Street. 
Yep. Also, our final opening is Theory Coffee House and Juicery, which opened on Wednesday. And so this is at 2209 Southwest 104th Street. So on the south. Kind of. I think that's area. maybe technically more. Is it more? Yeah. Okay. So. South. Okay. See more area. Yes. You guys got a new coffee house and juicery. Congrats. And again, um, happy new year for yeah. everyone. Happy new year. Please be safe and smart and use ride sharing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, like who wants to even park if you're going to anything? You right. know, I know like it's such a nightmare. So I, but we're looking forward to a bunch of fun stuff coming up in 2019. Get excited y'all. We're also looking forward to a new sound. Yes. We'll be adding, we'll be adding some different sounds to the show that we hope you like. We're also going to be hosting an event coming up in a few weeks at barkeep, yes. which we'll be posting on um, social our social media. media very soon. And then we got some great guests aligned for the next year. And again, we're always looking for your input of things you all think we should be including. So please reach out to us either through social media, email, or our website at localitesokc on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at gmail, and .com. We'll talk to you in 20... We'll talk to you next year. Man, I messed up the perfect (laughs) opportunity for that joke. Okay, let me try one more time. We'll talk to you next year. Bye. Bye. Oklahoma City's independent sound.